0: My beautiful vegan friends, welcome to another pre This is an appreciate it's about to start, you know. My activism is gonna be at UC Berkeley today. If you are going to be in the Berkeley area, please stop by Widell Plaza at UC Berkeley in uh Sunshine-y Berkeley, California, where you can go get you know, the aliens you know, two truck. Here we go. It's so hard to not abuse animals.
1: Fuck themselves Go This is a shot of all the
0: girls I'm so happy to be alive and to have vegans out there in the world. You know, today is, um, it's, it's it's Monday. It's, it's the day after our Veterans Day weekend. You know, did you, you tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree to remember all of those who were veterans, who are veterans? Are we remembering the people who are veterans or the people who are, it's people who are veterans. Memorial Day is remembering the people who died as veterans as soldiers and the veterans veterans days for people who served and are still alive. I think that's how it goes. I, I hope that you were able to do that this weekend and you had lots of vegan hot dogs and other various things that mark the, uh, yeah. Veterans Day, I think Veterans Day kind of begins our fall, I I like to say, because now fall is in full swing. It is cold in Berkeley, California, with a high of 62 degrees Fahrenheit, shiver me timbers. Ooh, so so chilly here in (laughs) in California. I can't wait to get out of here because I want to see my girlfriend in Irvine, California, which is where I will be traveling next. But in the meantime we've got a couple of days in Berkeley. I'm really looking forward to it because I haven't been on campus since before the pandemic and I went to Berkeley and I'm excited about seeing it and meeting the students there and hopefully hopefully they won't let me down because Davis was a pretty cool campus with pretty cool students so I'm hoping I have I have I'm hoping that Berkeley will earn my encomiums, you know what I'm saying? Hello, lovely vegan, says Gorick. I love our international crowd. You know, today, if you believe it or not, today is a big day. It's, you know, Veterans Day just happened, but World Kindness Day is today. Be kind, World Kindness Day. Look at that. You can write it in chalk all over if you want. It's November 13th. It's World Kindness Day. We can... We are encouraged to spread kindness like an infectious cold. What the heck? Why would you say that? Are you spreading kindness like an infectious cold? Hey, guys, I need you to get out there and spread kindness like an infectious cold. That's what we need to do. Spread it around like vegan butter. Just spread it like vegan A's. Spread it like peanut butter, baby. Spread it like never mind. We want it to we want to share it more than usual because studies show when others observe kindness in action they are more likely to carry out kindness as well. All right, World Kindness Day kicks off right now. I'm going to be kind AF today. I'm going to manage to not murder anyone today. That's going to be my first order of business. Please Be so kind as to not murder an animal. It's World Kindness Day. I think that's what I'm going to do when I hand things out and say it's World Kindness Day. Take a guide to going vegan. Happy World Kindness Day. Take a guide to going vegan. Hashtag World Kindness Day. So imagine if you head out for the day and your neighbor's garbage has tipped over. Instead of ignoring it and letting the wind make a mess, you pick it up and return it to the corner. Three other neighbors notice and give you a smile and nod on their way to work. What the hell? That's that's their definition of kindness. My definition of kindness is don't murder anybody. And all animals are want to be free. All animals want to be free from confinement, murder, torture, rape, all of those things. Please don't do it. One of those neighbors notices a stranded driver on the side of the road on his commute to work. Your members, your thoughtfulness, and offers assistance. Do people still do that? I don't think people still do that. I think there's this, ever since cell phones came out, do you still... Do people still help each other on the side of the road? I don't know that that's as... Okay, this is getting more far-fetched. At a business office, a woman struggles with a paper jam. She's had a horrible day. The customer has been waiting, but she remembers the stranded driver she passed earlier in the day. The customer lets the office worker take her time. Anyone can have a bad day, but this prevents it from getting worse and may even make it better. Well, that was a stupid thing to say. Uh, On World Kindness Day, let your compassion shine brightly. Get caught showing as much kindness as possible. There you go. Get caught showing as much kindness as possible. Don't forget to wish people Happy Kindness Day. That is World Kindness Day. Happy World Kindness Day, everybody. I'm glad. You know, vegans, do you really – I don't think vegans really need the extra help because vegans are already kinder than the other guys. You see, I know it's not a competition, but come on, if you didn't know we were in a race, we're in a race. I'm trying to be more compassionate than you are. You know why? Because most because <laughs> most people are pieces of shit. So I'm trying to be kind to all of all of all of creation, creation, all of you know what we you know, sentient beings. I'm trying to be kind. That's all. Logical, just I'm more about justice than kindness because we already have a vegan for kindness, vegan for cuddles. Maybe he'll have a better idea about World Kindness Day. If you, you know, you should wish vegan for kindness, happy World Kindness Day. In the meantime, please don't kill any animals today and please spread the word. Be kind. Be kind to everyone. The gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Too kind. Exactly. World Kindness Day, Vegan for Kindness. Yeah, go and tell him that everyone is happy. Somebody needs to tell Cameron what's going on because it's World Kindness Day and it's it's not World Cuddle Day, it's World Kindness Day. Yeah, I'm hitting I'm I'm spreading kindness like herpes at a spin of the bottle party. Perfect. You know, it started it said we should spread kindness like an infectious disease. I think that's a weird thing to do because don't spread it like an infectious disease. You don't have to swap spit with someone to share kindness. You merely, you merely need um, show some minor, minor, minor modicum of compassion. Um, veterans Day commemorates the service of all U.S. veterans, while Memorial Day honors those who died in military service. Thank you, Mark Saunders. I knew I was close, right? I was pretty close. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So Veterans Day is for all veterans. And Memorial Day is just for the dead guys, and you know, my I, I have lots of family. Do you have service members in your family? Everybody, does anyone in your family? Did anyone in your family serve the military in the in in whatever country you're in? I did. My I have lots of family members that served in the military because I grew up. My my parents grew up poor, and so a lot of you know most people that go into the military are poor folk. So a lot of my uncles and my grandfather, they all went. They all went to the military. Yeah. I am the first college student in my family. I was the first person to graduate college. Maybe the last person to ever graduate college. That's me. I went to UC Berkeley. I'm going to go back there today and talk about kindness. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And they think vegans are into wild hypotheticals. (laughs) Yeah. Let's say you, um, you're you there and you don't eat an ant. You order a vegan meal instead of an animal flesh meal, and then somebody sees you. And then later on, somebody sees a dog shitting on their lawn, but they remember that you didn't eat an animal at lunch. They saw you, and they're like, I'm not going to kill this dog. He's just trying to poop. I think that's 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 what kindness day can do you. That's what good kindness day can do in the world. Hey, everyone, don't forget to vote for the numquat of the year in my community tab. <laughs> Is it me? Am I the numquat of the year? Man, damn it. Is that why you're doing it? Am I the numquat of the year turning veganese? Damn it. I met a man who was shivering and needed to get it warm quick, so I lit him on fire. Now he'll never worry about being cold ever again. Kindness. You know what, Mike? Mike, the musical vegan beast, that's what I like about you. Always thinking outside the box, baby. Always thinking outside the box, man. You're always there. Vote for the Mountain for banning compassion from his restaurant. <sighs> John Mountain, banning compassion from his restaurant. he He's definitely numquat of the year, right? John Mountain, the uh, chef who owned fire, who banned all vegans from his restaurant, What a numquat. Indeed. I'm a veteran as well as my dad and brother, Mark Sanders. See, there's veterans all around. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. When I was at UC Davis, every tree had a yellow ribbon around it. And I was like, what's going on? Isn't that for veterans? And everyone's like, no, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's for Veterans Day. No, no, I don't think so. No, it's like uh awareness of something. I'm like, yeah, veterans, I think it's a I think it's for veterans, it's for soldiers. No, no, it's some disease. I'm like, no, the yellow the yellow ribbon around the old oak tree is for veterans. If you see a yellow ribbon tied around an oak tree, please understand that that's what it is. Don't be a numquat, just you know what I mean? Don't be a numquat. <sighs> These numquats. The word of the day is gravitate. You know what? I I gravitate towards things that are. I gravitate. You know who gravitates toward me? Numquats. <laughs> numquats gravitate toward me, and I can't stand it. I can't stand them. I can't get rid of them. Gravitate. We're gonna have a. Hopefully, our guest will show up too today, and we'll have some. Someone will gravitate towards me. I'm hoping that I'll that that. Uh, My my guests will gravitate toward me any minute. Ooh, let's see. Great. Okay, so many young people now gravitate toward careers on social media. Gravitate in context. Olipop has grown into a nationwide brand and favorite among Gen Z and millennial consumers who gravitate towards the brand eye catching packaging. Oh god. Did you know the force is strong in the family of <laughs> the force is strong, <laughs> in the family of words descended from Latin adjective gravis, meaning heavy, gravitation, graviton, as it has gravitate, has it too? The force is gravity. Gravity being another gravis descendant, a fundamental physical force that is responsible for bringing us literally back down to earth, or Tatooine, as it were. But you don't have to be a full fledged linguistic Jedi, young Padawan to know that gravity, like its Latin ancestor, also has figurative meanings, as does gravitate. When it first landed in the 17th century, gravitate meant to apply pressure or weight. And later, it maintained its connection to literal gravity with a sense still in use today, meaning to move under the effect of gravitation. Finally, a metaphorical sense to be attracted, as in when choosing movies to watch, she often graduates tor- <laughs> gravitates towards space operas. That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny I can't believe like the, the gravitate towards space operas which is you know because that's what that's what Star Wars is is a, is a space opera oh man oh man oh man <laughs> anyway what unit of measurement is named after an English physicist and a mathematician whose formulation of the laws of motion resulted in the law of universal gravitation what is it it's a newton. I knew that a Newton. All right. Scientists flirting girl. I think you have an orbit because I, gr- I gravitate towards you. Scientists, scientists flirting. I, I like it. You a, a newton. You have a Newton, uh, the unit of force in the meter kilogram system m- equal to the force required to impart an acceleration of one meter per second per second to a mass of one kilogram. Well, there you go. A newton. Now you know what a newton is, and what gravitate means. Can you gravitate towards animal rights today? Can you gravitate towards kindness? I hope you can. I hope you can. Alex O'Colin let us down the most. Michaela is a con artist, and John Mountain is a massive crybaby who is okay with denying service to an entire group of people. I vote for Mountain. I think I vote for Mountain as well. He's definitely the numbquat. he's such a dumbass because he like thought he was gonna i think that the, the thing about the thing about John Mountain is that he thought that making a little Facebook post was gonna make him famous in all the right ways, like ha ha ha, I'll show you vegans he didn't I don't think he knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> I don't think he realized that he was calling down the thunder. He really got he really got served. I served years ago but I'm still afraid of being conscripted. Man, I don't want to go back. I don't I don't want to I don't want to be in the military ever. I don't want to ever. I'm I'm worried about the kids these days with all the wars going on and um <clears throat> I'm happy I'm a bit older but you know the older you get the less likely you will be to be drafted and even but during the last iraq war they drafted 45 year olds and shit there was a guy that served in vietnam who went to iraq and i was like that guy why are you doing that vegan strength maybe that's the thing i'll say no i've got a proof i've got a protein deficiency you can't send me don't send me to to uh (laughs) to wherever you're sending people these days i don't want to go i've got a protein deficiency yeah yeah speaking of um So between I was reading the news today and between all of the horrific, all of the horrific descriptions of wars around the world, there was one thing that caught my eye. And I thought it was so interesting that one feast to please them all, how to satisfy meat eaters, vegetarians and vegans at Thanksgiving. This is in the AP. And it just makes me think like it doesn't really give you much. It just says, you know, this is, you know, at the Thanksgiving gatherings without vegan or vegetarians at the table. Yeah, but these days that seems like more of an anomaly than the norm. Like it's normal to have vegans and vegetarians around the table. And they go into well, why stuffing, you know, use vegan butter to saute the vegetables, blah, blah, blah. Nash potatoes, salads, and soups, and roasted and baked vegetables, derp, 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 derp. And talks about a little bit of dessert. And then it gives a couple, a couple, of me, uh, well, not menu items, what do you call them? Recipes. Okay, so. What I think is interesting, though, is that in the AP, that they're saying, look, it's normal now. It's normal to have vegans at Thanksgiving. And that hasn't been very long. It hasn't, It's not a normal thing for it to be called normal, <laughs> if that makes sense. You know, for forever, like when I went to mixed Thanksgivings, let's call them, I definitely was the weirdo. And now it's like, it's becoming, this is the norm. Get used to it, assholes. How many Thanksgivings does it take to change a culture? How many Thanksgivings does it take before people aren't eating birds at Thanksgiving tables? Think about it. You know, I I don't think many people really have even questioned what we do on thanksgiving we kill a giant bird that was tortured his whole life or her the whole life and and then and then we chop her head off and put bread in her butt after we ripped her guts out like what i mean people don't even don't even think about it because it's been going on but now people are thinking well how can i keep the vegetarians and vegans happy and i think that's amazing people are starting to look at the bird at the table going well this is Fucked. Why are we even doing this? How disgusting that this is the case. I love that. I don't think people ever looked at the bird in the middle of the table as a dead animal. I don't think that they ever even thought about it, especially because it comes cryovacked in this rubber ball. It doesn't even look like an animal. It comes in this weird rubber ball that you unwrap and you put in the oven. Stuff it, you know, other than the fact that there are bones. But even as a child, I used to love the wishbone, you know, you you can break the wishbone for luck. And I never thought of it as like this is a piece of an animal, this is somebody who wanted to live, and I'm playing with her collarbone. Like, I, 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 it seems so weird that, that you don't make that connection as a child, that you're so separated, and now. People really are. I think that's amazing and a testament to all you wonderful vegans who are doing wonderful things. We do have a guest today who is all about food, and um, her name is Cece. And I met her on my trip. On I'm I, you know you guys all know that I'm on the road going coast to coast, campus to campus, all around America. And at some point in one of those cities, I met Cece and I invited her to come on the show and talk about what it's like to own a vegan restaurant and how she got there in the first place. Oh, the ass bread, vegan, vegan. (laughs) Yeah, well, yes, Gary, Gary Yourofsky likes to call stuffing, (laughs) turkey stuffing ass bread. Yeah, it is ass bread, isn't it? But you know, I don't think people even question what ass bread is. People never question that. And the fact that now the Associated Press is running, running articles, you know, it, it, it stood, it was blaring because everything in the everything in the news today is about the wars. Um, we've got two major wars on two major continents going on, and it's 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 frightening. And then in the middle of it, it's like don't forget about Thanksgiving. And by the way, vegans are normal now, so you better make something for them. That is something that I I don't really remember ever. Not on the front page of the Associated Press. I've never seen that before. So anyway, I think that's awesome. We've got Cece coming on and I can't wait. Here we go. I'm going to bring her on right now. She looks like she's ready. I I think she seems ready. She's smiling. So she must be ready. Here we go. Hey, how are you?
1: Hi, how are you, friend?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me for a few minutes. Um, would you? Uh, so I I know that I gave you. I always give the worst introduction. CC, would you mind uh, just introducing yourself so everyone knows who I'm talking talking to?
1: Yeah. So everybody knows me as CC, but my full name is Cecilia Armenta. Um, I'm a like little citizen here in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> a little
0: citizen. I'm a little citizen. I'm a citizen. I like that.
1: <laughs> Utah girls, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. Everybody knows me here as CC um but I do own a restaurant and a little bakery shop as well 100% plant based and I had the honor of meeting you and I was so excited and so happy to have you
0: yeah so um I went so your your restaurant is called Yums right
1: Yes and... so it was called Yums Vegan Bakery Cafe because mm-hmm. I thought I was opening a bakery I introduced the food and because there was no like vegan Mexican food here in, in like Salt Lake, it kind of took off and everybody just already knew my name as is. I never changed it. So <laughs> people <laughs> well, are being like, I need a cake. And like, there's a restaurant in here. I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, sure enough. We make we make vegan foods of all kinds. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so um you, you kind of have like a um it's it's like a Latin bakery I would call like a South of the Border style bakery right yep. Is it a would you, is it Mexican What is because I saw there were empanadas but there were also <laughs> like conchas and like what what is the uh what's the vibe
1: Yeah, so my dad's half Mexican. My dad's Mexican and my mom's Puerto Rican. So I'm half and oh. half. So of course it's all hundred percent authentic. I was going to say, just let's say Latino, Hispanic, right? Because yeah. I've been blessed from my parents and my grandparents, just the beauty. Like I always say food is like the most wonderful language of the world, food and music, because you may not understand hundred percent, but like you can feel the love that comes from food or music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been blessed culturally to, have parents who are not afraid to try new things, give us new things. And that's been like my love for food. And so that's why in our restaurant and our bakery, you see so many different versions of desserts and meals that you would be like, I'm not sure if this is Mexican or not. Like you said, those aren't Mexican, but um ironically, empanadas it's what started my business in the first place. So I don't know oh. yet if you've got to like hear or hear of my story, but I'm happy to share that with you.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd like to know first <laughs> of all, how that how did you go vegan with a Mexican dad and a, and a Puerto Rican mom? Like <laughs> well, that, that right? seems
1: like <laughs> totally unlikely. Sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, my mom's kind of the pioneer of it. She she's been fully vegan now it's gonna be almost 10 years. And uh, she tried to go. I'm 31, and she tried to be vegan when she was pregnant with us here in Utah. There wasn't much stores or anything. So it was kind of hard for her being pregnant with twins to be fully vegan. So she Mm -hmm. tried a bit, didn't go. And then one day she just saw a video that she saw like where our meats from the stores are coming from of all the abuse. And that was the day she had like no problems going cold turkey and she just went completely plant based. So I was really proud of her for like being able to do that, commit to that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I used to lie, like laugh and be like, mom, you're only eating nuts and like half yeah. of a grapefruit. Like what kind of, I'm going to go eat my chicken over here. You know what I mean? But um, I my vegan journey happened because I was getting really, really sick mm-hmm. and I got cancer twice. But my first time I was 21. I had uterine cancer. Oh my god! Um, I had it removed. It was all good. And then when I turned twenty three, I just became a newly mom, and I got breast cancer. And they were like, "You need to change the way you're eating because it's affecting your body, and also your treatments are just not going to do well. You're not yeah. have a good quality life, and you might not live." So I was like, "Okay." Um, so I tried to go pescatarian for a bit, and even that they were like, you can't do that. So I went to my mom and I was like, mom, cause she's super well known for like health and food exercise. I'm like, what can I do? Because I feel really lost right now. And she's like, why don't you try a plant-based diet? And I was like, okay. And so like with her help, she kind of helped me navigate like what to do. Like not going to lie. We had tofu in our fridge. We were like poking at it. We did not know what to do with it. Yeah and it went bad and i don't even know how you make tofu go bad but that's how long it sat there because we were like "What?" <laughs> you <doing?" laughs> and like you know we're like i guess saute vegetables and tofu and i was like this is so boring and like <laughs> I, have, I have fibromyalgia so i can't have wheat so i had to do a lot of gluten-free so like i feel like overnight my diet just had to change and so she introduced me to cold press juicing um sea moss and then a plant-based diet i did that for about six months straight and my cancer went away and my doctors Ooh. were like what happened here and i was just like well it really is when they say health is wealth mm-hmm. and that was like all the proof in the pudding i needed to know then i like and i feel like everybody's different in like their plant-based journey um at that time i was more like fight or flight mode so I was like i'm gonna do whatever to survive but then once i was like already committed to the lifestyle i started learning more about what was happening to these poor animals and everything that happens in the industry the the world the climate like everything and you were just so i feel like all of us are just so naive not everybody's just trying to be you know like oh forget them you know it's like i feel like we're just so naive and not Mm -hmm. everybody's ready yet to make that change and so I was ready at that point to learn what I needed to learn. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm happy now that I'm healthy, but now I'm happy knowing that I'm not being a part of the problem of hurting animals, hurting our world. Yes. And if I can share the love of food in a way without it hurting anybody else, but you know, maybe your calorie intake. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that. And so like, I'm not someone's like, go vegan, go vegan. Like I'm okay for like supporting and, and riots and all these things, but that's just never been my kind of personality. And I find that I've actually helped a lot of people transition into more vegetarian lifestyle or plant-based because of like my approach and also my story behind how I went plant-based. So,
0: Well, it's a compelling story because you have, you know, I mean, (laughs) when you're talking about uterine cancer and breast (laughs) cancer, those are things that, you know, affect a great number of women and young women. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's it's frightening and i think everybody oh. knows someone who has either died or is fighting or has fought breast cancer especially i mean it's a it's a killer did yeah. you but that doesn't um That doesn't explain why you decided to open a restaurant. Like, a lot of people fight cancer and win. Not all of them are like, I want to open a restaurant in Salt Lake City. (laughs) Are you from Salt Lake City? I mean...
1: Yeah, I've been born and raised here. And um, yeah, exactly what you said. So kind of going back to when I got the second cancer, I became a a single mom. um, And I was recovering from being sick. And my mom was so kind that she came home and was watching me. watching my daughter my daughter was i believe six months at this time six months old and uh it just wasn't enough and my mom had to quit her job because i needed a full-time caretaker Mm -hmm. and we were getting assistance from you know friends the the state you know whatever we can do because we just had no income and i just remember seeing like the eviction notice saying like if you don't pay rent you're gonna be kicked out and like having that anxiety i was what can i do what can i do at this point in my life i know i can't go get a normal job i'm still recovering from cancer so i just went in my cupboards and i found whatever like little ingredients and again we didn't have much food so it Mm -hmm. was kind of like this can either make us or break us this is all the food we have left and i made an empanada Uh because i love empanadas (laughs) and i posted it on the salt lake city vegan page and i was just like hey on facebook i was like would anybody care to try a vegan empanada? And within like ten minutes, I believe ten or twenty minutes, they sold out. And I was like, I sold out of more. Like I got more orders than what I had. I only have seven empanadas to sell.
0: <laughs> oh my seven empanadas. Yeah. So I was That's like, it's a magical number. That's such a great number to start with.
1: Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, hey mom. And like, and I remember crying. I was like we had enough money to at least buy food and groceries to last us the week. But that was the drive that I had. I was like, okay, I did it once. I can do it again. How can I do this? So then I just went around my house and I felt so bad and I apologized to my daughter, but I grabbed like whatever clothes I could find. She didn't fit toys i found jewelry i found whatever i could find and i just pawned it all so i can get money to buy more inventory so i can get more sales and so we kind of did that for a minute and about and this was at the very beginning of covid when covid just happened everything was closing down yeah Um, and ironically like it was really hard to find vegan products because there was that meat shortage and people were kind of forced to buy like mock meats and tofu so I was like what the freak man like yeah, <laughs> right when I, right, right when I started, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I break. So I was kind of like going all over the place, but um, yeah. And then like two, I think two and a half months into that journey, I got stronger, and I literally went and applied for three jobs. I worked at Amazon, I worked at Smiths, and I did Domino's delivery driver and I did three jobs every single day on top of fulfilling custom orders and I did that for eight months and within eight months of me just driving to people's homes popping up like I was like that person in the parking lot like you want to try some cupcakes like whatever like I could do um just to get our name out there and like after eight months we were able to I would say grow the little Young's Familia empire. People knew who we were um, and we got the storefront. So I started it just based off survival mode. But then I saw like this could be a way to provide for my family and I can still be with my daughter in a sense and, you know, not have to go worrying about am I going to have a job security, this and that. Uh, Because if, if for some reason, you know, lots of restaurants were shutting down, but here we are starting a restaurant because it was something people wanted and needed and we were willing to make the drive to go to people's homes when they were afraid to come out to eat and all that. So, yeah. that's how our little restaurant journey started.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so like so you got you got a storefront probably be partly partly because so many restaurants were going out of business there were storefronts available too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean so, you ran that one for three years, but there's a second location too, you said was more like catering or how? Yeah. You more than just one. How's that?
1: So, uh, because we started off as a bakery and grew as a restaurant, we had no more room to bake. And we actually just had no more room to even do the restaurant. It was just, we were selling out every single day. It's such a little spot. We didn't have enough room to keep enough inventory. In stock, so people knew like once they're out, they're out. We have to wait till tomorrow, tomorrow to get their food. Mm. Um, and we now sell our desserts to different restaurants and bars here in Salt Lake City. So I was like, I need more room to produce. So we got the second location, thinking like that was just gonna be that. But once our sign went up, everybody's like, Oh my gosh, the customers talking to West Jordan and South Jordan. And I was like, No, like I don't have a hood. Like it's just a bakery, but the demand has been so high. And yeah. now, it's like, okay, we're gonna have to
0: install a hood and start. You saw the hood. hood. Oh. <laughs> I mean, so I've built, I've built two restaurants, and um, actually, well, I've built more than one. I, I owned two restaurants, Ooh, but look at I, I've built several restaurants for wow. other people, and um, the hood is usually the worst thing. I remember one time, so in two thousand eight a lot of restaurants were going out of business too. Yeah. And so at one point I bought all the chairs in a restaurant, repainted them all, and I bought the hood out of that same restaurant. But wow. I knew that hood was not going to fit in my restaurant. So I had to take <laughs> that hood on this giant flatbed with this stupid chains and like a crane and all this. And I had to put it on this thing and then mo- take it to the to, to the uh, restaurant supply store, trade in this hood, <laughs> For a hood that would fit, oh my that hood uh, it's like people That's don't realize cool. the trouble.
1: They really don't realize that. And then as like as being a boss, being a restaurant owner, a baker, any owner, like if you're an owner of any business, it just sucks that it's like our customers, it's not their problem to know no. what's going on behind the scenes. But I feel like, yeah, you have a lot more compassion. <laughs> And you can relate more to people who do business that they can understand when they say like the struggle's real and yeah. they're they're there in your corner clapping. Like you did it. You made it through those hardships and I just want you to succeed. So I'm proud of you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing. I, I think, okay. So with restaurants, I think the worst part is not that they just don't know is that they assume other things like, well, you have a dining room and you have a kitchen. It's not that different from my house. What's the problem? And it's like, it's a totally different thing. Yes. People, that's the worst. It's, it's, restaurants are easy, and people think <laughs> it's easy. It's not easy. It's one of the hardest businesses to be successful at, and you're doing mm-hmm. it. So that's incredible. Thank um, you. And so, or do you have? Oh crap, my light. Did, <laughs> did uh? Sorry about that.
1: That's okay. <laughs> my,
0: my light. I have a. Uh, all right, there we are. Well, I don't want to sit in the dark. It'd be a little bit weird. The uh, <laughs> I'm broadcasting from different hotel rooms and Airbnbs now, so wow. it's like everything is, um, yeah, because yeah, everything is. Every day is a different setup, so I don't have,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's up. I, I don't have a studio right now. Um, but Cece, uh so you have or had to you you're closing one, and the other mm-hmm. one is just like taking over. Is it the bigger? Yeah. Is a bigger location or?
1: yeah so the one we're closing is the very first yums that we opened um and we're bringing it now to the new location because that one has two levels so the downstairs can completely be production area all about baking and it won't interfere with the the cooking that will be upstairs Mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing so while you were in town that was like i believe our last two weeks that we had open there and now we're kind of in the middle of transitioning to the new location so the new location is still open and running we're still producing like empanadas arepas, certain tacos a lot like smaller handheld foods and snacks since we don't have like the full-fledged kitchen going on yet um but people are waiting they're like i need this i need my yum sticks, and so <laughs> that we're getting there
0: <laughs> that's a good problem to have that people are like i need this what do i it's craveability, right? I remember I, I had a I had the massive quesadilla there. That was pretty exciting. Do, is it the same menu at the new location?
1: Yeah, it will be the same menu. We'll have some new things. I'm always like, I love cooking, so I love experimenting. Like I said, the quesadilla, I think I told you, that was a quesadilla I made when I was pregnant with my daughter. I was just craving.
0: It is a monster. <laughs>
1: Eat a lot naturally. Like, I'm only 4'10, but I can eat a lot. And I was super hungry when I was pregnant. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't eat a normal size quesadilla. I need like six. And then I saw this 14 inch burrito, like tortilla, and I was like, that's going to be my quesadilla. And I just started throwing a bunch of crap in it. And that's how I created the giant load of quesadilla at the store. So, (laughs) yay. Oh, not sure where yet. But, um, what i was gonna say oh there we are i was like i lost Oh, <laughs> i think it's bad service but that's okay so if anybody else is hearing this or seeing this hi as we're waiting for our lovely host to get back his service here um what i was gonna say yeah so f- for our food everything's made primarily almost everything's made with organic uh soy curls so it makes it gluten free since i can't have gluten i'm not allergic to it it's just it does not do well with my body we do have some items that have a little bit of wheat in it um i don't do seitan my my location because that's more gluten but i do organic soy and then we do some veggies we're known for being the first uh place having vegan media tacos oh hey he's back
0: so sorry yes so (laughs) sorry about that (laughs) I, like I said, it's a different setup, and <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Thank you so much, Cece. You did a great. I could hear you the whole time. You're amazing. <laughs> way to you. cover. Way to cover.
1: <laughs> that's okay. I get it. Like I'm in my. You could probably see some of her numbers on this wall. It was the only room that's kind of quiet right now because we have lots of home production and cleaning going on you know latinos are like sure blast the music and let's clean and all this stuff so the only quiet room away from all that's my daughter's room so i'm like yeah i have a little stuff in the background i
0: miss that about like working in kitchens is the good the good latino music la banda and all of that i miss yeah. that about always having that available to me it's happy music
1: yeah it yeah. gets, I mean, it's another reason why we don't get a lot done sometimes because we're always dancing, whatever. But when we're happy,
0: <laughs> Goring, Goring says CC is a great co-host. Absolutely, not even missing a beat. Just like, oh, looks like we lost. We lost Sky. Too bad. Oh well. Um, <laughs> we don't need him. Yeah. We don't need him. <laughs> we don't need him. Um, so. <laughs> but your your daughter's like four now, right? Three or four? No,
1: she's seven now. Seven
0: already. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. And that's a big deal for us because she was born with a dairy allergy and she has autism, ADHD and a few other things. So literally putting her on a plant based diet has been huge, like huge change of quality of life for her. Because, you know, they say there's all these studies, like, no, like I can say again, living proof for myself with having cancer, but for my daughter. Mm -hmm. It helped her to be able to speak more clearly. It has helped her to not have like we call them her rage moments, like the Tasmanian devil. Like she does not have to be on medication. I don't believe in, you know. And it's not it's for some people, but it was not for me. Like Mm -hmm. we, we tried it, we tried to put her on some pills for the ADHD It was so sad. She was like a zombie. I did not know my child and like, one of the side effects is for her, she was going to the bathroom on herself, and she couldn't feel it or know what was happening. And that's some of the side effects of those pills. What? And she was, like, five years old at the time. Um, and even her school was like, if you don't keep her on medications, we don't know if we can keep her in our class because she's such a distraction. Oh,
0: my god! And so, it's
1: just like, this is why kids who have some deficiency, some areas or need some assistance. Like it's so important. I like if I can give anything like for parents, friends, anything, it's so important that you take the time to understand whether they're kids at a younger age or like adults who, who are going through the same thing. Like take the time to understand them, learn about it because not everything's the same for everybody. Like my daughter, she can't just sit and learn. She's like too antsy, she needs to move. But if you let her kind of give her, like you say, you know, stay within these boundaries. Well, like we physically put like a line, and they stay within these boundaries, you can get up, you can walk, you can do whatever, but you need to listen when we're teaching. And she gets it. Like, it sticks in her mind. She's understanding, but she can move. If she's, like, forced to sit in a chair, she's not listening to what you're saying. She gets overexcited. She gets a lot of anxiety. She gets depression. She's she's like, Mommy, I'm stupid. I can't do that. I'm like, you are not stupid. You are yeah. so special. You are so smart. You have a special power is what I tell her. Because she is amazing at solving problems, like puzzles. Like, she solved in a Rubik's Cube when she was two years old. Oh, Like... That, if that doesn't say something, I don't know what it is. Like, I just, like, <laughs> I, can I still can't do it I'm 31. Like, I give up after five minutes. I'm like, screw this. Like, I can't. And yes. my dog's like, 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 it's nothing. So, but, yeah, keeping on a plant-based diet has improved her health and her mental health as well. And so, it's a huge deal. So, if I could give any advice to anybody, if you're not ready to change and be, like, a plant-based lifestyle just implement, like, one or two things a day, and you'll mm-hmm. see the dramatic changes. And with time, it'll help you, like, transitioning, you know? So,
0: yeah. yeah. I totally... Yeah. But you guys also... Salt Lake City, I thought, was really interesting. It kind of blew my mind because I, I was expecting kind of this conservative, um, no <laughs> vegan hellscape. But actually, a lot of vegan options, a lot of vegan people. I saw a lot of pride flags in, in, uh, in, in Salt Lake. I yeah. saw a lot of people who you know, are, people think it's all Mormons or something, and it totally is not. I fell in love with Salt Lake, and there's even the Animal Rights, what's it called? Um,
1: you are, yeah, Utah Animal Rights,
0: uh-huh. Utah Animal Rights uh, Coalition, I think, and um, they're, they do a lot of good work there, and you, you, yeah, you've, you, they must come by you, because you're in their, you're in their little book, do you see many? Yeah. How is the community, I guess, the uh, is it mostly vegans, or is it, because you, I don't know
1: what's 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 it's a huge community of the vegans here in Salt Lake City. Also, like you said, huge community of like activism, supporting the like all kinds of communities. Um, I just think also like here in Salt Lake, there's a lot of health problems. And so a lot of more people are more. Open to trying new things, really? right? So, yeah, like, so, like, we specialize in, we say allergy friendly at my new location. It doesn't say plant based. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who are not vegan or plant based, whatever you want to call it, who come in because they saw the word allergy friendly. Mm-hmm. and they're like i just can't have milk or i can't have nuts and so a lot of people are willing to try things now because of the health also dynamic of how the world is with how messed up the food is so
0: yeah. so yeah when yeah. i had a I, I my restaurant was in stanton virginia they were not ready to hear the word <laughs> vegan and they like so i would say like dietary restrictions mm-hmm. uh will like we're, were very were flexible you know like and that's how we got people in. People, you're right. A lot of people who aren't thinking about animals, but they're thinking about they're thinking about food, and they're yeah. thinking about what that food is medicine, and mm-hmm. it's not uh, something that's just uh, you know something to shovel into your face and to, to keep on working. Which I think how most Americans think of as food. That's why there's a line around McDonald's because it's something to yeah. to to shut your stomach up long enough to get back to work. Mm-hmm. And that's not how we're supposed to be living.
1: Right. You know. And a lot of restaurants here are starting, I think they see such a big movement that they are um, allowing to have a few plant-based options on their mm-hmm. menu. So they're not like a certified vegan restaurant, but they're like implementing some things, which it's been a huge conflict here in Salt Lake, I don't know the other place, but here's been a huge conflict. And so it kind of falls, I guess, on like the individual person. They're either saying, I don't want to support this restaurant because they're still selling meat and then there's others who are like hey at least they're trying like they're trying to make it because you could be the only vegan in your family and everybody trumps and you're gonna have to go out to eat to dinner in a non-vegan establishment and then what are you gonna have you know what i mean so it's kind of like i i feel like it's it's like again it depends on you and your your individually of what you're thinking but that's a huge movement that's happening here too like a lot of restaurants owners that are not vegans have contacted me and they're like, "Hey." what do you like how can i start <laughs> implementing this in i'm like i don't even know that you knew who i was but okay yeah, Thanks for yeah, yeah
0: know, but... you start charging for consultancy you guys, <laughs> you'll be a restaurant a vegan restaurant consultant
1: it's just, it was kind of crazy though because like about 89 percent of my clientele from my space specifically is not mm. even vegan they're people with allergy needs so mm-hmm. It's just, I like, you know, I feel like Mexican food's just such a big deal. I think that's why a lot of people in general just want to come and try it because they're like, oh, a new Mexican restaurant. They're like not seeing that it says vegan. Yeah. Um, but people, because again, we specialize in, in restrictions, dietary restrictions, and it tastes so good. You can't even tell the difference of our mock meats that they just keep coming back because they like could have diabetes or they can't have, you know, red meats or like all these things. And so they come, for that one meal that they know they can have, and then they Mm -hmm. go back to their normal lifestyle. Well, they could end up like...
0: Or they can end up like you and not go back to their normal lifestyle. I mean, that's, I think, just as likely people can like yourself go well I'm, I'm going i'm doing it for my cancer and trying to fight cancer But at the same time you're encountering the ethics you're encountering things online you're seeing like wait a second this is what's happening in this industry i can't go back to it i keep on meeting people through this show and other times that they go they go plant-based for whatever health reason but yeah. then they find out like holy shit this is happening i didn't know yeah. this was happening you know what i mean and so yeah. I I think that what you're doing is exposing people to the fact that it's so, it is actually easy to go plant-based.
1: Yeah, it really is. We have so much options now. Like Mm -hmm. there's literally so much like freezer meals and ready muck meats Mm -hmm. and things already in your store for you. Just like not every brand is for everybody, but you just like give it a try. You know what I mean? Like we don't, I feel like honestly there's no excuse why we aren't more plant-based and I feel like there's a lot of studies done and shown that you can sustain a healthy lifestyle. You can, if like, let's say you're a bodybuilder, build your body as a plant-based bodybuilder. You know, there's just a lot of things and our body's amazing, you know, like it can Mm -hmm. do whatever we tell it to do. You know, you can literally talk to your body. I'm I'm more of like, also like a spiritualist person. I'm all about Mm -hmm. like telling myself, you ain't going to be sick today. You're going to be good. And like, it's going to be all good. So
0: (laughs) yeah. A daily affirmation kind of thing.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is, but I, I love it. And I'm and a lot of people also know me from my story, I feel like, um, because of my daughter and my cancer. And because yeah. we sell I have a really great friend, her name's KT and another really great friend, her name's Romy. I don't have the time anymore because so I'm so busy running the restaurant and the bakery. Um, we don't make our cold press juices or sea moss like we used to do. So mm-hmm. I found two local people who can do that and who live to the standards of like what I believe in. Yes. Um, and I, they don't have storefronts. So I allow them to sell in my storefront and it's helped build their brand. Yes. Um, and because we're the only local store that sells the sea made, A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, CC like recovered from cancer with this. So I just got cancer or this or that, or like anything. And they come and they're like, I saw your story in the news and I've been looking all over for CMOS. So I'm so glad it's here. And they're like, oh, and by the way, this is like a restaurant. Like it's just how it all comes into play. But Mm -hmm. I'm all about service and community. I love helping people. And I didn't get into the restaurant business. I mean, obviously we, everyone needs to make money, right? Like my journey started, like I need to provide. Um, But if honestly, if I had all the money in the world, I would love to just travel and just give my time, give my service, show by like leading life as an example of like how much these things can really help and change an individual's life. And Like, I just want to do that. Like, that's my dream. That would be my dream job is just to go around the world and, you know, telling my story and just helping people show because, you know, I was really poor. I was about to be evicted. So, like, I believe you can live a healthier lifestyle and you don't need all the money in the world. And, you know, I want to help show like you can budget and still live and eat the things you need, get the totally. calories and, you know, intakes that you need. So that's kind of CeCe's next journey in life. Like That was my next
0: question. <laughs> the next journey in life, you're going to take the show on the road, huh?
1: Yeah, I would love that. Like, or just like sell my products nationwide. Yeah. And like uh, we're currently, we're almost done with a cookbook, me and my mom. So, again, she's a huge part. Like, she My mom is, like, the brains, like, I'm smart, too, but, like, my mom's, she loves education. She's the She's the one
0: who got you to
1: go vegan. Come on. And she's the one who can, like, like, develop these awesome recipes and, and do research, and then she's, like, okay, Cecilia, you do you. Like, my specialty is in mixing flavors, tastes, like, ingredients so we work well as a team like she does the research she passes it on to me and then i execute it and then i add my little flair that makes it completely different than anything else you would find out there so yeah i think that'd be awesome we're working on a recipe book like that To if we decide not to like have a storefront anymore Mm -hmm. then we'll have our recipe book that we can give to everybody but they're gonna see like you said it's not the same of having a home and a restaurant like, yeah. like chili Verde, that's super popular. They're going to see all the steps and times it takes to make that. Right you know? They're going to be like, screw this. <laughs> like this is going to be a Thanksgiving meal. Like this has to be, and I'm like, we do it every single day, you know? So we don't cut corners. We sincerely do what we love. And like I said, everybody comes that.
0: People don't realize the value they're getting in most restaurants because of yeah. how much work goes into every dish. They don't, they're like, restaurants do provide a great deal of, of value because some of the dishes that, if you were to make at home, it home, would take you three hours, four hours to do, and mm-hmm. you know, we, it seems like because we're cooking it up in twenty minutes, they don't see that. Yeah, but it was the prep, yes. prepared for three yeah. hours before this restaurant opened. We were here early, you know. Like people are so they think we're just whipping it up, but um,
1: <laughs> yes, that's so true. That's
0: what's next. Where can people find you, Cece? Yes,
1: yeah, so our new location, where everything's at, is in West Jordan, Utah. Mm-hmm. And our address is 8989 89 South Redwood Road. We're unit number two. And that's where we're at. It's called Dulce de Yums Bakery and Taqueria. Mm-hmm. Um, Dulce standing for like the sweets of yums, since again, it was supposed to be the bakery. De
0: yums, yeah. <laughs>
1: but we added down there, Taqueria, on the sign outside so you can find us. So that's where we're at. And we have like a plethora of desserts and bobas and ice creams and everything plant-based on top of our food. So where yeah, have it.
0: where can people find you online so they can find out when this book comes out?
1: <laughs> yeah. So on Instagram and Facebook, Facebook is super easy. It's just yums, but all capitalized Y U M Z. And then Instagram it's Dulce Bay yums. They can find us there and it has like the iconic drip lip going on there
0: (laughs) the drip lip i like i like the drip lip
1: oh my gosh, there's such a funny story i mean like i had a customer saying like "Mm," like when i eat your food i just want to say so yummy it's like dripping from my mouth and like hit me i was like ooh, like i want my logo to have something that represents something yummy so that's where like the biting lip and the drip came from and i was driving because i wanted like a place where everybody can get anything they can want in one spot that's how the name yums came because Yums stands for your ultimate Munchy zone. Mm. And it just kind of goes with like, it's yummy. Right. But yeah. that's really what the name was. And I'm like, that's so long to put on a, on a sign. So that's where the name yums came from <laughs> and that, but then, yeah, my parents were like, when they saw that drip lip going up on a big billboard, they're like, you know where we're at, right? Like that's going to be super controversial. People are going to think like, you have a special store and you're selling special things. And Uh I'm like, you'll be good. But you know, I took their, I took their um, consultation into consideration and we put a different logo to start. But now, now that people know us, the new store has the The drip. drip It's back to the drip. So,
0: (laughs) so, and, and, and you haven't had, no one's come to your door with pitchforks trying to shut you down.
1: Uh, There was like there, I mean, people are so silly. I mean, it ha- I had a few people who were like, I'm so confused. I don't know what this store is. And I would never take my kid there. But literally underneath it, like, we had what we were selling. Mm-hmm. So I said, like, bobas, ice cream, this. But, like, they were saying, I don't know what they're selling. And I'm like, it literally says it right there. Yeah, but people are Yeah, funny. So, you know, I also added again, like kind of like my old sign with the lippy so I I can still be happy. But, you know, business is business. You don't want to make people mad and then they not come. So you I've also had to learn that as a business owner myself is like sometimes we have to put like our own self pride Mm -hmm. back a little bit. Because not everybody's gonna understand you, right? But you do want them to support you.
0: (laughs) All that's true. All that's true. I I like to say that though, like when I worked at Disneyland, people I would sell churros and people would wait in line for like 30 minutes, get to the front of the line and go, like, what do you guys sell here? And (laughs) I'm like, the sign says churros. That's all we have is churros. You guys don't have uh like
1: turkey leg.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's seriously <laughs> what I would get, and it's like, dude, um, you just waited in a random line. I didn't know what was at the
1: front. People are like, so funny. Like my sign says, "100% vegan." Like, and it says vegan. Like, it's like so obvious. My spotlight yeah. location what it is, and they're like, "So what's vegan?" I'm like, everything. This is why
0: every time someone's like, "Oh well, people, people don't understand." Sky, you got to put a sign up, and I'm like, people don't read the signs. <laughs> No. Plus, they do not read. They will not read the sign. Well, you need to put a sign that says, Go this way. No, it won't.
1: You gotta hold their hand, and be like, yes. Are you vegan? This yeah. is the place. Come with yeah. me. Like-
0: exactly right. Yeah. Well, Susie, I appreciate you so much. And thank you for yeah. covering me as, as my co host earlier. You, and,
1: um... of Anytime if you ever need one, let me know. I'm happy to co host with you. I love you. and I love what you're doing and everything you stand for. I. I'm so grateful that I met you. I caught up watching some of your other shows. And like I said, you're just doing amazing work. And anybody who meets you is so blessed. So I appreciate it.
0: You oh, see, your encomiums are welcome, but I, I don't know that I deserve them. Thank you so <laughs> much for saying that. You made my day. And uh, it, I need it because I'm going to go out and do outreach now at, at UC Berkeley. I'm going to hopefully not meet many trolls. I'll be, wish me, <laughs> wish me luck. It'll all be kindness. It's it's Happy <laughs> Kindness Day. It's, it's World Kindness Day yeah. today. Is it really? It is. Oh yeah. my-
1: Okay, I'm never gonna implement that even more today. <laughs>
0: Happy World Kindness, CC. You.
1: <laughs> you too, guys.
0: <laughs> All right, bye now. Thank you so much. Bye,
1: friends.
0: Bye, bye. All right, guys. Uh, that's the uh, that's the show. Thank you so much to CC, and I know we're gonna do our daily affirmation. Idiocracy wasn't supposed to be a documentary. You're absolutely right. I'm serious. Like so many people, oh man, now I want a churro. You know, traditional churros are actually vegan. So you can you can eat one of those. The ones at Disneyland are not. They have eggs and they might have dairy. They definitely have eggs in them. Um, but yeah, people would wait in line and it wouldn't matter any any line. They'll just wait in it. They'll just queue up and then they'll get to the front and be like, y'all don't have Coca-Cola. It's like, no man, I'm selling churros. That's all I got. I don't have, it's, it's, it's shocking really. Don't start aging. Churros are my weakness. Churros are amazing. CC is awesome. CC is awesome. Yeah. When I met her, I had a, I had a giant quesadilla. They had to roll me out of the restaurant because I, they just put me on my side and rolled me out because I ate too much. It, uh, really awesome stuff. And I was like, this person can Talk talk about her food in a way that's that's just passionate. She knows what she's doing. She wasn't like all these other restaurant people I meet that are like, um, I love to cook. You know what I mean? Anyway, CeCe's awesome. We have our daily affirmation for vegans only. If you're not vegan, what are you doing here? Good vibes are for vegans only. The daily affirmation is for vegans only. I always educate myself. One of the most important and enjoyable things about being human is education. What luck that life provides us with so many opportunities to learn. I am a work in progress, constantly seeking edification. When I'm learning, I'm growing. When I'm growing, I'm evolving. And when I'm evolving, I'm becoming my best self. I think that's, I don't know, I wanna be my best self. Veganism is just a tiny piece of that. You can keep learning, keep making the world a better place. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Don't forget to hit the like button, and I'll see you tomorrow for the next pre-shift. Bye, everybody. It's
1: so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. They'll fuck themselves.
0: This is a shot of all I forgot to mention that next week, I think Jess McKay is going to be our guest host. He's going to host the show. I'm going to be the guest next week because I'll be blazing across America. I'm driving as fast as I can back across America to deliver a truck to PETA. That's the idea. And so Jess will then be my um be my my guest host, which I think is pretty awesome, don't you? I think that's a good plan. I hope that you enjoy him uh, doing the affirmations and all of that. Meantime, um, what do we got? That's it. I think that's 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 the whole show, right? I'll be in Berkeley for two days, I'll be in Irvine for two days, and then next week we're flying across America, driving as quickly as possible across America. Illegitimity, non carborundum Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you. We need each other and the Aminols, they definitely need you. Thanks, everybody. Happy World Kindness Day.